Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's a big week when RHAP is on the road in Chicago. Check out my live show from Chicago. That's going to be up on Thursday, Wednesday night. Shannon Gus is going to be live with you with Kelly Wentworth after Survivor. And we preview the Dondi finale with Deal or No Deal Island host Joe Manganiello all right here on RHAP. We know reality TV. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Drag Race Recap here on Reality TV Rehap Ups. I'm your host, Liana Boris, and we are here to talk about RuPaul's Drag Race, All-Stars, All-Winners, Season 7, Episode 9, and we are talking viral dance challenges here today. First, let me welcome in our wonderful panel that's with us week in and week out to break everything down. First, uh, a man who I'm always excited to talk to. It is Amon Adwin. Amon, how are you? Hey, cha-cha, bitch. I, I, I'm so excited to be back to talk about this episode. I loved every minute of it. I thought it was so fun, so fresh, um, and just, just made me love all the queens even more. So, yeah, exciting. Yes, perfect. Yes, it is definitely a queen-heavy episode, which I think all of us have been wanting and mm-hmm. is what really is popping about this season. So we'll talk about that, but we got to welcome in a woman whose shirt is popping for me today. Loving the color. It's Beth Dixon. Beth, how are you? I'm doing well in my, I guess it was called ketchup shirt, even though we were discussing before we went live how it doesn't really come across as ketchup, maybe. <laughs> um, but I'm doing well. I I my favorite line that RuPaul has said in a long time came out of this episode, which is dancing on the upbeat is white people's prerogative. <laughs> you know it do be. It do be. <laughs> <laughs> this is, I agree. I cannot wait to talk about this episode. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. Let's honestly, let's just jump right on into this episode because I think that there's a lot to get into with what the Queens brought and all of the brainstorming that we saw and the walkthrough and all of that fun stuff. And the reveal looks on the runway this week, literally multiple outfits to talk about. So this week for the Maxi Challenge, the queens were tasked with um, essentially a masterclass in branding is how Rude describes it. So they bring in their humor, their personality, of course, a little bit of dancing. You can define dancing however you want, as we saw <laughs> from de- depending on the queen, a lot of range with that. But essentially, the girls had to create their own signature social media dance challenge that's so entertaining it could go viral. 
And then the other twist that we didn't know about this is that they got to choose a Rue song or were assigned a Rue song, unclear because we didn't actually get to see that process. Um, but that's mm-hmm. the song that they're going to be dancing to. And then they have about 90 seconds to one, put together the instructions and then two, actually do the dance. So that was cool that I, it wasn't like just the dance part of it. They got the introduction. I'm going to teach you how to do it, which is where a lot of the queens mm-hmm. were able to incorporate a lot of humor. Yeah. So, Aman, you text in the group chat. You are so excited about this episode. So I want to kick things off and hear what you have to say about this. Yeah, I look, it, this was great. This was really fun. I felt like it just gave us a chance to dive a little bit more into the personalities of the queens. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get to see it showcased every day on the show, right? You know, mm-hmm. we see them in the workroom. We see them in the challenges. We see them in the DRs. But the actual challenge within itself, sometimes, I mean, th- as much as they love to espouse that, you know, we're searching for charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent. I mean, when you're forcing them to sing and you're forcing them to act all the time and you're forcing them to design, sometimes there's not necessarily a personality challenge that will have them sort of come through. And I feel like this was all centered around that. And then on top of that, I just love this as a concept of a challenge. We got to see something a little similar uh, back in season 10, I think, when they invited a bunch of kings of social media um, mm-hmm. to sort of, you know, be like a, a little mentee to the queens and they would dress them up. But it was essentially a makeover challenge. But this was all about creating a viral moment. And sometimes stuff like that can be a little cheesy, but mm-hmm. I felt like they, the way they went about it was just so fresh and just so innovative and and new to me. And I just had a really great time of it, and I'm I'm glad that we had such a um, uh, variety in the way that they interpreted the challenge. Some yeah. definitely stronger than others, but all of them were delights nonetheless. I really think that one of my favorite aspects about this challenge is the fact that it. I love branding cha- challenges. I love mm-hmm. the challenges that require the queens to know who they are and what they're putting out there. But it's also something that you can make applicable to your career, right? So this is where the people who are really good and really understand what they bring to the table, what they're doing for audiences can shine. Um, and for an all-star season, that's exactly where I, I, there should always be branding challenges. And I think there have been for the most part since all-stars too, um, on all, on any all-star season and especially winners need to know what makes you stand out. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I really liked this challenge. And that's why I've really enjoyed this season because without the threat of somebody going home, Queens are showing what they can do a little bit more and are willing to take risks and, and, and that kind of thing. Um, and I just, I really appreciate these kind of challenges. I did think it was funny that Monet was like, uh, when RuPaul gives you a suggestion, you take it because I immediately thought about Katya and all stars Two for the branding challenge, literally being like, no, I'm going to stay in my lane and not listen and then still one. <laughs> so I think it just, it depends on the queen. If you listen or you just, you know, you stay firm in your lane and you're confident in yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Right. The, so this is, I would classify as a like commercial challenge or branding challenge as yeah. you guys are mentioning. And according to the drag race wiki, which, cause I, I also couldn't remember how many, I was like, I know they're pretty frequent, but I couldn't remember how many, according to the wiki, every season, except for season seven and 11 of drag race proper have had 
some branding challenge. And we know that the mm-hmm. All-Stars seasons have had it as well. I mean, apart from All-Stars 1, but you, that doesn't count. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, this is definitely a staple. But uh, to Amon's point, I think that this is a really fun twist on that, that like yeah. one, you know, it, it puts it in the the current, you know, cultural zeitgeist by in- mm-hmm. incorporating the TikTok of it all. Um, but then by not forcing them to like just do the dance that they also have the the introduction portion, I felt like that was kind of a good way to bridge the TV with the updated social yeah. media of TikTok. Mm-hmm. I definitely, definitely. agree. Yeah. I, all I could think about though is it, it, like, I wonder if any of these will catch on and I will tell you that the Monet one has been on my FYP, multiple people doing it this, this weekend. I haven't seen anybody yes. else though. <laughs> I'm hoping they will. Oh yeah. Some of them, queen. some of them are, like I said, some of them definitely stronger than others, but all of them mm-hmm. great. All of them really fun. So yeah, yeah, I just, I just love that it, 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 I mean, it really did sort of encourage um this just willingness to just, be in the moment and just go for like the goofiness of it and drag race is a very goofy show sometimes it can be nauseatingly goofy and i felt like Mm -hmm. this was just like good good goofiness on this episode i just really loved everything Mm -hmm. so i'm looking at the drag race the official drag race tiktok right now and the only one that they posted of the TikToks that they like showed on the show is Monet's. Uh, so <laughs> that might be why that I could be part of it because the, it. yeah, the TikTok right before is the acting challenge. Then it's Monet's. Then it's the lip sync, which we'll talk about later. So mm-hmm. yeah, maybe that's that's part of the reason. But I also feel like Monet's was well. Yeah, we can we can get into all the details because I think uh, yeah, the range of understanding what will go viral that it has to be at least somewhat simple um yeah. and like easy to understand and digest that's why when she her original idea of it's your ex but you're like i'm into it but i'm not into it i was like girl that is far too complicated yeah, yeah. <laughs> stop 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 with that it's not like you have you also have to think about in this situation what are like you said earlier uh liana what are the rupaul songs that could work with this and from my understanding of this is that they mm-hmm. had the entire library to choose from of which one did they want or they or a selection of the library i don't think we as you said we didn't get a, a proper look into how it happened but i have to imagine that monet started with one thing and then it's not like I don't think she would have been getting freaky money and just been like, hmm, let me just talk about my ex here. I think it more was like, okay, which one is the best with money? Obviously, I got to do freaky money. Yeah. Do we have any idea about how that happened? Because then that makes me question about jinxes also. Because at first I was like, why do you want to eat an entire peanut butter sandwich on your dance? And then it was like, oh, was she assigned peanut butter? And so then she was trying to figure out or did she just have a random idea of like, I'm going to eat a peanut butter sandwich. And then it was like, oh, well, you know what song would go great with that? Because even in the walkthrough with Rue, she's like, must be jelly because jam don't shake. Right. Part of me wonders if they were assigned beforehand. But then, yeah. Why was Monet trying to do something totally random? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like maybe it was like, I mean, the assignment was, you know, you're going to have to use one of RuPaul's songs. And then I would like to think that they probably just went ahead and chose a song and then mm. sort of like put their TikTok to it. I mean, that's what kind of makes sense for me in terms of Jinx. Um, oh, maybe, yeah. I, I mean, and if they, I mean, if they run the risk of repeating a song, like who cares? I mean, yeah. it's not like we haven't been hearing these songs for the past like 10 years anyway. So <laughs> Every week. <laughs> Every damn week. 
So, uh, yeah, it, that's, I feel like it was probably along those lines where they just get to choose. And then, you know, obviously yeah. Monet, money. Money, 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 Freaking. money, 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 money. <laughs> yeah, I, I like it. Would have been really funny if they could dub it in any way. Because if she had been able to say Monet, 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 like over and over, <laughs> that would have been. Although that's really yeah. hard to do. Monet, Monet, Monet. I guess not. Monet, 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 Monet. That's a tongue twister for me. It's <laughs> too complicated. Uh, okay, let's uh, let's start talking about everybody. Do you want to? go in order or do you want to start with just whomever we could start with monet since she seems to be the talk of the town the talk of the town the talk yeah. of the money 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 so okay yeah let's talk about her so monet's um hers was officially called i wrote down the title of each dance title was officially monet 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 okay so, <laughs> <laughs> baby yeah that was the original idea and as we mentioned she's the one who had the like oh it's the ex- exchange Which I get is clever, but is almost, I feel like, too complex because it's your exchange, exchange. It's cute. It's cute, but it's complicated. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, I I will now understand why she didn't immediately grasp the money portion because her her name is literally money exchange. Yeah. Like, I just. Well, that's mm -hmm. how she came up with her name, right? She was like sitting across from a money exchange and was like, oh, money exchange. So the money exchange. (laughs) <laughs> and then she and already just, had like, people just go to a bank they don't go to yeah. money, exchange. <laughs> money exchange well she also um had the exchange rate as a talk show on the build on build already so it's just mm-hmm. interesting mm-hmm. that she always goes for the exchange portion i'm like you know rupaul literally has a song called freaky money like you i love that that rupaul was just like not even you know how like rupaul will sometimes in uh walkthroughs be like a little cryptic I mean, mm-hmm. he basically yeah. hit her over the head with, mm, you need to be doing this and this. <laughs> and then I mean, you I can do like, this. I feel like the name of the dance really shouldn't matter as much as like the dance itself. Like I feel like mm-hmm. as, yeah. as long as it's as long as it's easy to say, then I think that's all that really matters. Because yeah. most mm-hmm. of the dances, you know, they're they're all typically one word. Like, and I would have no problem saying that this is the exchange or the exchange rate, whatever. Like I feel yeah. like that's definitely brandable it's just, like you know if you make it fun people are going to do it so. mm-hmm. i meant more about the uh the lyrics or not lyrics but like the 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 idea that she was going through like exchanges where she got for like the ex-boyfriend and you change him out but like no, <laughs> um yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely think that uh there's points i need to take away from her because it do- did seem like rupaul just set her up and gave her literally choreography that she did do mm-hmm. And so there's a part that I'm like, oh, I want to give you full props, but I have to be like, you basically just copied what RuPaul gave you. Mm -hmm. See, that doesn't bother me as much only because she still had to come up with it. And we still know that like Monet is a pretty good dancer. So yeah. And RuPaul, I mean, from what we see, isn't like, you know, amazing. So like, (laughs) I don't know. The side shuffle back and forth have been and like maybe turning around in a circle very slowly and with the arm up. Yes, mm-hmm. come on. <laughs> this is, so like this is lit. This is what I do at the club. I feel like, you know, and, and then you know, this is all stars, so you gotta play the game, and the game is number one rule is you know, make Rue laugh. Mm-hmm, do whatever yeah. you can to appease Rue. So by the, by those standards, she sure. did what she had to do. Mm-hmm. Uh so yeah. It's just that RuPaul literally gave three hand motions and was like, I want you to do this. I want you to like spread it out and I want you to make it rain. And she did all three of those. And I was like, 
ah, there's four steps and three of them are ones that RuPaul gave you. <laughs> yeah, but that's the game. Like, this is no, the strategist, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, Monet's a strategist. She's like, I know what the strategy is here. And it's when Ruth tells you to do something, you do it. Yeah. And she still got to add her own little sauce to it. And I think that she yeah. did that. Oh, so she well. did definitely do that for sure. Well, yeah. I think, I think, um, so yeah. So to reset, uh, just to remind us also, Monet and uh, Jinx are the top two mm-hmm. for this week. So, you know, that's why like there's a lot of focus on Monet. And I think that for me, I want the, yes, there's like the dance portion. Mm-hmm. But to me, it almost felt like more the story really mattered of Agreed. what story you were telling that is what motivated the four or five whatever different dance moves. So if there was something to me that felt like very logical and coherent, but also very simple to understand, then that kind of like motivated what the dance moves were. So Monet's was very simple, but I think yep. in a good way that made me remember it. It felt like a cohesive theme. She wore green, the color of money. She had money. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it was all. And I could, I could totally hear the criticism of like, oh, maybe it's too simple. If some people might feel that way. But I think that that's what actually made it work for her was that yeah. it was simple. And I remembered it. Yeah. And it's like it's a sex, it's accessible to people yeah. that just want to get on TikTok and do that dance yeah. as opposed to like yeah. the really, really complicated ones where you're just like left breathing heavy as hell you know so right and it's something that we're all familiar with right Right. it's Mm -hmm. literally we live in a capitalist society like we're all about the money 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 absolutely i i mean and when i said deduct points that did not mean that take her out of the Mm -hmm. top two because i definitely do think that she should have been in the top two for all the reasons that you just said and i know we will get to shay but i think one of the reasons why shay's isn't in the top two is because it's not as accessible for everybody to learn and do so when you're thinking about something that goes viral Mm -hmm. as a dance challenge the whole portion is that it should be something that people want to learn and execute and i think that monet did the best job at that portion of it Something that looks good, that's simple. I mean, I almost learned it to try to figure it out for this podcast. And then I said, no. Yeah. <laughs> like, I am, again, on the on the upbeat. I'm on the upbeat. I dance like, uh, I use the RuPaul the arm, RuPaul. so. <laughs> All right. Uh, Beth, where do you want to go next? Who do you want to talk about next? You know, I talked about her. Let's talk about Shay. Okay. All right. Let's jump in. So Shay was the first one that we saw also. Mm -hmm. So like for me, it was the first like trying to understand kind of what was going on. Hers was called the Shakedown, but spelled Shay apostrophe K Shakedown. Mm -hmm. I actually really loved hers. Um, I also really liked her runway, which we will get to, I'm sure later. And I think she should have been in the top two. Yeah, I was. She like Leona said, she was the first one that we saw, so it was the first time that we got to see this in action and understand what this was all about. And I felt like the dance was uh, it was cute. It was very Shay. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very fun. I just loved the energy that she had with it. She kind of reminded me of McDonald's with the outfit choice and the hair. <laughs> well, but, it was a shake. Yeah. yeah. Shake? McDonald's shake? No. A chocolate shake down. Well, maybe yeah. it's because their ice cream machine is always down. So it's that's shake true. down. That's Ooh. actually what it means. Yeah. Okay. No flurries for you. Branding, <laughs> baby. And that is how we brand. Um, but yeah, I thought it was uh I thought it I thought it was very fun. And I found myself comparing everyone else's to Shay as we moved throughout the competition. And I never really forgot hers. So mm-hmm. I was 
like, oh, I kind of want Shay to be in the top. And I and I felt like maybe it would be. I felt like that was kind of like the narrative that the episode was going for because, you know, Monet and Shay were the only ones with one star. So I was like, mm-hmm. oh, this would, be, this, this would be the challenge that the two dancers would get the stars. Mm-hmm. But, I really uh, thought we were going to, similar to the um, construction challenges where we had the same top two twice, I thought it was going to be the same thing with like, oh, a dance choreo kind of portion. Monet and Shay won the first episode. And mm-hmm. also, how exciting would it have been if both of them got to the two stars with everybody mm-hmm. else and it's almost like a clean slate. Um, but I, I mean, besides all of that, I truly thought that Shay and Monet had the two dances that people would want to learn the most. Right. My third person we'll discuss later, um, who I thought was right up there with, with that kind of dance. But I just, I really, Shay's might've been slightly too complicated for, you know, people like myself. <laughs> um, but that's what makes a dance craze kind of funny is like every once in a while you have to have a dud. It's like when you go, the whole point of a dance craze is like, it's like going to karaoke. It's not for the people who can actually dance. It's for yeah. the people who want something that's bite-sized that they can go, don't I look good? Cause I'm doing what everybody else is doing online. Yeah. Like, that's what I think about. I mean, it's always impressive when you see someone who can dance and they do it well. And you're like, well, okay, well, technically you were great, but where's <laughs> the fun nature coming from for the person who's doing the worm on the ground who can't do the worm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's the type of person also that, you know, has obviously had so much success outside of the show and even yeah. talks about the branding that she's done outside of this show. Like, I didn't know she had a beer. Shake. I was like, how do I buy this? I'm not even a big beer person. And I was like, I need to buy this now. I know. I want, I want that. I knew that she had the shea butter um, lotion Mm -hmm. or soap. Yeah. Yeah. I knew that, but I, I didn't know about the shea cool cool ale. Cool ale. ale. That's actually deceptively hard for me to say. (laughs) Monet, Monet, Monet. Monet, 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 Shea Cool Ale. No, Shea Cool Ale is harder. Shea Cool Ale is harder. Way harder. Way harder. Way harder. (laughs) Tongue twists. Right. And and so I think I think that obviously plays into yeah. the success that she had on the show. I, I think I probably both combined with her runway was not maybe as high as the two of you on her, but I still feel like it was a really successful outing mm-hmm. for her. And there's also something just so weird when I think about the fact that she's the only one with one star and everybody else has two or three. What kind of world are we if, in? Okay, if you had like it is legit very strange. that those are like the types of if I had seen spoilers online, I would have just been like that's a lie. I don't believe you. I genuinely don't believe you. But here we are with Shay sitting at one star. I can't imagine that will be that way for very long, but I don't know. Who knows? She's been, I think, in the top for like most of these episodes, but just hasn't been able to really hop into that top two slot, which mm-hmm. unfortunately, obviously, is what you need to, to get the star. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Mon, where do you want to go next? Uh, let's just go to the other rin- winner. Um, okay. Jinx. Jinx. The Monsoon Munchie was the name, official name of her dance. <sighs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, wh- like, look, I understand that the name, we know the name of the game. We know the name of the game, but sometimes, sometimes, sometimes the game is stupid. Okay, <laughs> sometimes it's just 
stupid and it's okay for it to be stupid and stupidity doesn't always need to be rewarded. I just, I feel like the ex, it's supposed to be mirrored off of TikTok, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No one is watching the TikTok that is that long explaining that dance before you get to it. Like, it's just, it was too, it was too much setup. It just felt like she really tried to use this as an acting challenge and it worked, but I feel like it should not have worked. Mm-hmm. Like, this is not an acting challenge. This is a branding challenge. It is a dancing challenge. So we need you to do a little bit of dancing here, Jinx. We know that that's not your best, but you should still adhere to the rules. And I felt like she went just a little too far out. And yes, it was entertaining. Yes, I laughed. But I don't think that that means that because I laughed that she completed the assignment. I don't think that she did here. And I, when she got the top mm-hmm. two, I was like, RuPaul. <laughs> <laughs> You know, Aman, I'm 100% with you. I laughed a lot at hers. But viral dance challenge, it was not. Uh, The script portion that that she wrote was nobody else did it better than her. I mean, she knows if if it was just make a viral video, put her in the top. Mm. Because Mm -hmm. I would have listened to that no problem and thought it was hysterical. But when it's put a viral dance challenge out there, I just felt like she relied too heavily on the setup. I really felt like Shay and Monet, for example, did a really great job with the setup and the execution of a dance. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's why I think that Shay should have been in Jinx's spot. Mm -hmm. Um, That said, again, super funny. I enjoyed it. I was entertained. Mm-hmm. I just didn't feel like it should have won. I think I think this is where the so in a traditional traditional <laughs> like TV comedy branding commercial I totally get why this would be the winner. Yeah. But I think the factoring in the dancing part of it. If you want to actually have something that has the potential to maybe go viral this just doesn't meet that criteria. It doesn't mean it's not funny. It doesn't mean it's not clever. It doesn't mean it's not innovative. Like that's a, such a wild idea to shove peanut butter in your mouth. Right. But the, the dance just, part of it, you know what I mean? I just, exactly. I just went and I watched again, mm-hmm. um, her, uh, the, her TikTok. Yeah. It starts at 43 at the 43 minutes and 50 seconds. Uh, uh, runtime okay. on the episode. Uh-huh. She does not get into the dancing until 45 minutes. <laughs> it took you over one minute to get to the dance? Like, yeah. come yeah. on. Does TikTok even allow that long? Like, it's just... She had the 10-minute um, option. That's what she elected for her video. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I, I So, yeah, I don't know, but it was also a little bit... And I bit... love peanut butter. Oh, come on, no. <laughs> Uh, the song or the food oh the song I thought you were just just lamenting that you know peanut butter didn't get its due diligence it just was shoved into a mouth and not savored Uh, no I I, okay so but this is also I didn't understand if like the whole thing was supposed to be a TikTok or just the part at the end was the TikTok and this was like an ad for the TikTok because you know they didn't Mm. edit it really in the ver- like they put the vertical i guess mm-hmm. the wait were they all filmed in vertical now i'm questioning myself i think they were the thing 
So it's like they did the opposite of what most TikTokers would do. Normally there would be two videos. The first would be the actual dance. And then the the first one is the click. There's three videos. The first is like the tease clickbait part one to get you to go to part two to then, (laughs) yeah, you learn the dance. But like the dance is always before how you break it down. And then it's always somebody being like, hey guys, I can't believe this is blowing up the way it is. But I thought I would just (laughs) take a couple of seconds out of my day to teach you what I did. So first thing you're going to do is, (laughs) uh, you know, um, that's what I, that would have been good. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that actually would have been really cute if they had done it and then done it that way. But I'm sure they wanted the explanation first as like why you're doing it. But I still. think it makes sense for this challenge to do it that way. Mm-hmm. But it would have been great if they actually had to create like three separate like quote unquote TikTok videos. Mm-hmm. And one is like the dance. And then the second one is like the little backstory. So I came up with this like when my boyfriend broke up with me the other night. We're back together now. So it's not as applicable. Like, I mean, you could just have some stupid shit that you're saying. And then the mm-hmm. thir- third one's like, my God, it's really taking off. Let me teach you guys how to do it. Like, I don't know. I think well, that that could have been cool too. Uh, the other thing is that, um, th- so we know that they, they've been, shoot, did they say the words TikTok? Okay. So in the challenge where they were the different social media platforms, yeah, where like Simone's Instagram um, and yeah, Elliot with two T's was TikTok maybe? Elliot with two T's was Billie Eilish TikTok kind of. <laughs> Five. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like the Gen Gen Z kind of. It was oh, her was and somebody else, right? Me- Wasn't it was a, such people? a messy challenge. No, I think there was one TikTok one for, because yeah. I'm a professess is like what I remember. It was uh, Candy Muse's LinkedIn, but anyway. Ooh. So, um, uh, that what challenge. was I saying? Oh, yes, the the idea of whether or not they could say TikTok because mm. I they I don't think they said it at all this episode. But then I thought in that challenge they did, or maybe it was just the lyrics because they went like. Yeah. Tick talk with the lyrics so maybe not maybe there's some like proprietary thing that they were like it's kind of similar to this but we're making it different enough from tiktok that like we can't get sued or something maybe Mm -hmm. that factored into why they did the structure the way they did just another thing to think about yeah it would have been great if they just like went old school and said they were doing vines. <laughs> oh my God, we're going to do a vine. It's six seconds. Six seconds. <laughs> just a you series six- of vines. <laughs> oh my God. That's actually, oh, you have six seconds to go viral. Six seconds. I can, I can hold up my fingers. That's so funny. All right. I want to talk about Raja next. Because, oh, yeah. <laughs> because Raja's was also not really a dance. No. Okay? No. It, no. But, but I will say at least she kind of got the branding part of it yes. down of it, it felt very similar to her yeah. graduation speech her commencement speech kind of thing where it was you know the raja was the name of her dance r-a-j-a yeah. radiant affirmations joy mm-hmm. and awakening so at least she kind of got that element but that was not a dance i've kind of felt like she was like look i'm blocked i can't win anyway <laughs> Honestly, I'm gonna just phone it in. <laughs> but I, I enjoyed like, it still. No, Jay, wait, who, was she blocked? Oh, yeah, she was she blocked was, in this yeah, episode. Yeah, blocked. you're right, you're right, you're right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, she felt very robotic, also, a little bit. Was she blocked? A little bit. I thought, isn't she blocked? She got blocked she at the get, end of this episode. Because remember the whole episode, she's just like, I want to be blocked so I know what the. You're right. She gets blocked. Oh, yes. I'm yes. mixing up timelines. Jada, in my head. Jada is was blocked. Yes. Okay. 
gotcha, yes. gotcha, gotcha. But I okay. think that Raja, I mean, it was clear that the girls in the workroom when they're trying to plan things out, Raja just kind of had like a block of what she could do. Like, she's like, what's my brand? Maybe and they're all like, was, smoking weed was... and doing yoga and drinking wine. And she's yeah. like, that's my brand. They're like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, love, I love that. That's the thing. That's who she might be. Uh-huh. But she's like, when you think of her brand, I think of like her doing fashion photo review. Like I think mm-hmm. of it would have been great if she had a moment where like she did the dance was called the boot and two or something like that. And she had done like Ooh, dang. come up what with like, yeah, I really think that that is closer to what her brand is in terms of being a drag entertainer than just like who she is as a person it would have been great yeah. if she was like swipe the look to the left and then you know like kick it for a boot or something mm-hmm. stupid like i think there could have been like really stupid things that she could have done there mm-hmm. that yeah been fun. that's a that, yeah well because that's the thing is is like what i okay so before this season if you say raja what are the first things that come to mind fashion queen right mm-hmm. that's the first thing that comes to mind but since she's been on this season smoking weed drinking wine and doing yoga is now what i associate with raja <laughs> so this is like her you know her new brand yeah. her new her so i'm not too mad that she tapped you know was gonna tap into that that's true uh, but mm-hmm. no i totally i totally get what you're saying in terms of more broadly and and traditionally what she's known for totally and yeah. who's to say that you can't drink the wine first before you look at all the pictures or whatever? You know what I mean? Like, I think that there were elements that there was something that she could have just pushed it a little further to yeah. to match what her aesthetic is. Well, yeah. if she was trying to get blocked, mission really? accomplished. <laughs> and and oh she was. I think it was pretty obvious. I wouldn't be shocked if they just didn't air it. If she just went up and was like, can you block me? I want to know what the secret is. And then they're like, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I felt like she made it. I mean, you know, she she was talking about it a lot, which makes me feel like, and it made Monet's decision super easy at the yeah. end. It's like you literally someone asking to join the club. Sharma, so you know, give it, go ahead and give it to her. The preview. Yeah, is that should we do that? We have our own little language. I like the Vivian then trying to speak it too. Sharma, Chasha. Oh, uh, good times. What was I going to say? Something about Raja. Oh, the preview Sorry. for next. No, no, no. It's okay. The preview for next week with Raja being like, you <laughs> epping. Like, she's so excited. I'm so excited. I can't wait. <laughs> so good. <laughs> okay. Aman, who do you want to talk about next? Um, Let's go to Jada. Yeah. Jada Essence Hall. So hers was the only one. No, no, no. Trinity's also had the official. It was the Divas Essential Dance Challenge. So hers was an official challenge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She is who I would say is my third place person. I thought her lead up was super funny. It was right in that Jada Essence Hall, uh, like, confidence and diva attitude and the hair flips and the everything i mean everything that mm-hmm. i associate with her personality as a as an entertainer and then the it, hers was my favorite to watch her explain what it was and yes. then when it was put to music i was like this is so funny <laughs> like the hair flips of the back off to the yeah. paparazzi no. i really no. think that she had one of the best ones I agree. I felt like um, it, it all fit the theme. It all went. Uh, it, it all went with the 
fantasy uh, mm-hmm. of being a celebrity that's being attacked by paparazzi. And I love that when she explained it, um, she really did the overacting thing that it didn't feel like it was a dance. But I knew exactly when I was, when she was explaining, I was like, oh, I know exactly how this is going to go to the music. Mm-hmm. And it just made it all the more fun that when the beat did come in, it was like, oh, yes, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah, it was just like, oh yeah, when I want to, I want to participate. I want to do this. It was just giving me so much, just like delusional diva realness, and I loved mm-hmm. it. It was giving me very much Valentina All Stars four. Oh yes, <laughs> this doesn't belong in my fantasy. <laughs> Not in my, fantasy. my French vanilla fantasy. My fran- I was trying yeah. to remember what drink it was. <laughs> French vanilla fantasy. French vanilla. Uh, to me, Jada was that person that I probably would have put over Jinx in the top two because mm-hmm. I felt like while Jinx did like really hit the comedy hard, I feel like Jada was able to bridge a little bit better. Than yes. Of uh, yes, you have the the comedy, but also the dance kind of kind of works. You know, got yeah. the hairography yeah. and everything, right? So. To me, um, she she was someone who I was really impressed with. And really, I've just been so impressed with her this season. I think that this has been a really great opportunity for her genuine, natural charisma to really shine through. Because while I was happy that she was crowned the winner of 12, season 12, I feel like now, even more so, I feel confident about that decision yeah. just based yes. on what a genuine, like joyful and fun human being that she is. And so it was just nice to watch her be able to express herself and be that joyful person throughout this challenge. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, she's really uh, made a change in me because I was not that jazzed about Jada uh, back in season 12. I don't know if it's editing. It's probably, a lot of it probably has to do with the editing. And of course, like, you know, like season 12 within itself was dealing yeah. with a lot. Shambles, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. Um, it just didn't leave a lot of room, I think, for for all of that to come across, but mm-hmm. I gotta say, All Star Seven has turned me into a Jada fan. I really enjoyed this, and I, yeah, I think she definitely deserved to be in the top. If not Shay, then definitely her. Especially, I mean, because in her, all of her looks were so good too. Like, yes, that's what I can't wait to talk about are, are the runways um, because I think she had my favorite. Um, hands down runway mm-hmm. with the reveals and the theme and everything was so good but mm-hmm. I the other thing that she did that was I think really smart with her dance was ending it with a walk because how often when you watch people mm-hmm. on TikTok do they leave the frame with a walk or do something that's like kind of sassy like mm-hmm. if you want something to go viral that's a dance craze you first of all it's gotta be flamboyant as hell at some point and you also have to have uh, a sense that like are we gonna get the the gays girls and days in on this because this is not for the straight men to do i mean they're gonna jump on it last just like you know everything Mm -hmm. else but you gotta Mm -hmm. make sure that's who's hitting it first right yeah that's what's Mm -hmm. gonna make it viral and i thought that with that like sexy diva walk at the end that was perfect Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely beth your choice who do you want off the board to talk about Let's talk about the Vivian. <laughs> okay. Hers was Ugh. can't dance. Who cares? <laughs> I have to say, I can dance a little better than that. Um, was it really oh, a well, dance? That's that's a good debate. It was like a five-year-old's tumble class. <laughs> yeah. The Vivio. The Vivio. The Vivio. The Vivio. <laughs> that's all I can remember. The Vivio. Which I guess um, was Vivio. the point. <laughs> yes. Which, I mean, she took the other thing that RuPaul... Uh, kind of commented on and she was like oh the Vivio mm-hmm. oh the Vivio is that what it's called that's what it's called now I mean like <laughs> I mean that's again Queen's playing the game yeah. being strategic mm-hmm. um, 
she's somebody that I didn't have high hopes for. And unfortunately, she met those <laughs> expectations. Um, I think I didn't think hers was as entertaining or funny. I think it was entertaining and funny in the sense that she knew it wasn't going to be good. And so she played into that. Like, that's smart to do. Um, it, it was by no means horrible. But I do think this was my last place uh, video. Uh, we go from our top ones to... Mm, it just wasn't it wasn't funny enough. Yeah. Like if you're if you're going to go for this type of oh, I, I'm the one that can't dance. I'm going to make a dance out of not being able to dance. Mm-hmm. Then you got to really nail it. And I just feel like it didn't it, it wasn't funny enough for me. And it also didn't look that fun to do. Like, I don't want to have to get on the floor. Yeah. Like, yeah. The the video part, the video, that was the funniest part to me. I think if yeah. you're going to do something for someone that can't dance, do like the finger dance. Put your finger up and yeah. down you know something that is like genuinely so incredibly simple and basic because even the stuff she was doing she's like rolling around the floor i'm like and then this. there's like a whole like <laughs> outro portion where she's like yeah. mcdonald's and rubbing pecs i'm like what is she was doing on? the branding for sure <laughs> <laughs> yes that was definitely the branding challenge she got that whole video at the end it was like is this allowed are you allowed to do yeah this? Is I how you was, bring it up? yeah it felt like it was like cheating <laughs> Yeah. It was just really interesting. Um, I, I agree with you, Liana. I definitely think that what she should have done even is had the people behind her doing the dance really well. And then she's like a half beat behind and like looking to them and that kind of thing. And mm. she's like, then take it as like the explainer portion. Have that be the like, the whole dance. The whole mm-hmm. dance is like yeah. you're a half beat behind the music. You're whatever. Um, and so the explainer video have her doing it little wrong off of how it should be done. And then like, mm-hmm. I don't know, something like that, I think would have been better. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's talk about Trinity's Trinity's is the tuck it up dance challenge, which for the now second time we're getting a tucking tutorial. Cause I think that's what she did for her all stars for talent, talent show. show was also a talking video but she had her her own song for that i mean again in in the walkthrough rue is like the tuck it's in your name you know mm-hmm. so I, I did i was kind of feel like she's a little bit bo- like required and boxed in by that but also at the same time she's like yeah i'm selling tuck and panties i'm doing you know so it is mm-hmm. she, she leans into it heavily so i think for that it was just like predictable yeah. monet's also yes. though was predictable but for some reason I don't know. I like vibe more with that because I felt like it's something I hadn't really seen from Monet before. Whereas Trinity, because specifically of All Star season four, I'd seen that. Yep. That was why it felt maybe a little bit more repetitive to me. It just it 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 just gave me shades of All Stars four, the comedy challenge. I was Mm -hmm. like, no. And then for Ben Platt to have the nerve to get up there and say, yeah, like I mean, I know that's like a big thing of yours, but you just seem to approach it with a unique uh, thing every time. I'm like, no, she doesn't. No, she doesn't. <laughs> like, and it's if it, like if you still appreciate it and you think it's funny, and I still thought it was funny, I still was entertained. But we don't have to sit mm-hmm. up here and lie now. Come on, now, dear Evan Hansen, let's not do this. I'm let's telling not. you, Ben Platt. <laughs> I gotta wash that window you're waving through because I clearly you don't know what the hell. Going <laughs> that was an excellent, dear Evan Hansen uh, <laughs> reference. I give you full props for that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Okay. And last, certainly not least, we have Evie with the odd bod. 
which when Rue described Evie as, you know, like Gumby or those wacky wavy tube people, that's what you remind me of. I'm just imagining <laughs> Rue in her dementia being like, yes, the Gumby one. Yeah. <laughs> it's the, the Gumby queen. It's not, it's not going to take place too many years from now either. <laughs> I mean, we've already seen, I love when, when he had What's the Tea with Michelle. He mm-hmm. would literally be like, Michelle, you're my best friend. What are your daughter's names again? Like, I just, like, <laughs> he doesn't even know Michelle's kids' names. This would um, be an amazing comedy sketch to just have like Rue on like her, 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 like her deathbed, just saying goodbye to all of her children. <laughs> and they just come in like one by one. And she's like, oh, yes, you. I remember you. <laughs> Amon, you were coming up with such gold. That, like last week, it was the new, uh, like mobile game craze that oh, we're yeah. gonna have yeah. of lip syncing. Um and now it's oh, no, I, need, I need this sketch. to happen. It's like, yeah, I need RuPaul to pass away so all of her children <laughs> <laughs> No, I think it would be like what's the silly names that we could come up with that we think Ru would describe her children as, right? That's so, you know, amazing. the Gumby one for Evie. Um She just Mona- called Jinx the other day, this one here. <laughs> I was telling this one here. My, that was that was we need to address that. I know that I think we've already talked about it. But at DragCon, not knowing Jinx's name and asking her in front of everyone, what's your name again? <laughs> <laughs> Before cutting Jane. the ribbon. That, that's iconic behavior and I won't hear it otherwise. I, Genius. That's amazing. The, her power. <laughs> her lack of power. Her lack of power. Uh, oh, okay, so yeah, Evie's was totally weird. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. the fr- the thing with the fruit snacks under the bed. Um, I will say though, I think her dance was maybe the coolest out of all of them, but totally makes sense because she is Gumby, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I need to ask that. about the fruit snacks under the bed because one of the one of the judges, and I can't remember who, was like, "I knew exactly what you meant by that." I was like, "I I don't know." Is that a thing? A lot of people have moles on the fruit snacks that they forgot or under their beds. That's a thing. I thought it was just like a thing where it was like you're not because she tried. She said it like it goes out to like the weirdos, the queerdos, maybe the kids that like spend a little bit more time in their room because they don't have as many friends. So like you know you you're snacking in your room and you probably have like some nasty shit under there because you never leave your room. Like that kind of that's that's kind of how I interpreted it. I interpreted it like that too, but it was just such a weird example to say fruit snacks. Because I, first of all, was not even aware they could go moldy. And second of (laughs) all, there's so many preservatives, like they'll never go bad (laughs) kind of thing. Just gelatin at the end of the day. I just, it was so funny because I was like, there's literally like the sandwich that goes bad under your bed. Like, I, I, there's so many things that I think could have painted it, but it just was funny that the judges were like, and the fruit snacks, ugh. I yeah. was like, that, that's what you got out out of the whole thing was the fruit snacks? What a specifically yeah. weird thing. <laughs> yeah, um, was it that? It was, that was, uh, what's his face again, wasn't it? He's just out here. With probably Ben Platt. Ben Platt. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't his first pearl necklace. Oh, uh, I love that he was like, it's my first set of press-ons. I was like, yay. <laughs> I, uh, I enjoyed yeah. Evie's dance, though I thought mm-hmm. I did think that it was very much on brand for her. I love that mm-hmm. she had the the lollipops. Um, and if I hadn't enjoyed the overwroughtness of Jada's, I'd probably put her in that spot as well. Mm-hmm. There's so many like so like there were so like there were such good strong branding ones that I was like, uh, who do I choose? Who do I choose? I felt like 
Evie, Jada, Shay, and Monet were the top four for me. And then mm. um, in terms of entertainment, then Jinx, and then uh, just like mm-hmm. everybody else was kind of, well, yeah. Vivian's very close at the bottom. Like that's just to, to briefly go back to the fruit snacks comment um, that you made because <laughs> it was something about the way you said it, but it reminded me of this moment that I wanted to point out for maybe some listeners who haven't heard it, but the, that's what it's giving the fruit snack. Like, Oh, that's what it's giving when Bob um, uh, on what, where was it? Was it on sibling Rob? I don't remember, but Bob um, pointed out one of Ross's quirks, which we like I've seen on the subreddit a few times, but it's like when he gives this very long description of something and it's like, that's what you're giving. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was one example that just made me laugh so hard. It was on the RuPaul Drag Race subreddit. Okay, so imagine I'm Ross Matthews. Okay. You know that feeling when your son is at home crying all alone on the bedroom floor because he's hungry <laughs> and the only way to feed him is to sleep with a man for a little bit of money and his daddy's gone somewhere smoking rock now, in and out of lockdown, and I ain't got a job now? That's what you're giving. And I totally get it. <laughs> That's amazing. So for some reason, that's like that. Like you're giving moldy fruit snack under the bed, and I love what you're giving. <laughs> that's and I'm taking it. And I'm totally. T- and, I, and I want more. And I want a bite of that moldy fruit snack. And like, I want a bite. Yeah. And then he personalizes yeah. and it. I want a bite. Like that. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> he brings himself into it, and I'm buying what you're selling. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's like a whole, there was a whole Reddit thread about some of them. There's all, some of them are like so funny. The top <laughs> comment was like, you know, when you go to the gym and you see a new machine and it looks really scary and difficult, but then you try it out and your thighs burn and you hate every second of it. But then when it's over, you feel so good about yourself. That's how your fake commercial for anal beads made me feel. <laughs> <laughs> it surely fits with the branding challenge. Anyway. I love that. Ugh. That's I'm so dying. true. And it's also that's what it's giving. That's, that's what, what it's giving. giving. We've had so many really good like kind of memes come out of Drag Race. And this week was no exception with the uh, meme of like, what are the other spoken word lip syncs that we could oh, do? Yes. Oh, uh, I am so pleased about this. Oh, my God. I I'll know. wait till we get to it. Mm, okay, okay, okay. Let's uh, let's get through the uh, the looks and uh, and then we can talk about the lip sync. Okay, so the theme this week, uh, as we discussed, what lies beneath. So they needed several reveals. That's how I interpreted it, that you couldn't just do one. You had to do multiple and i really just want to kick things off with jada's because i feel like to me she was above and beyond the winner of this challenge in terms of the the looks so then for me with the the lip sync uh or not the lip sync the um the marketing challenge i felt like to me would have pushed her into the top two but she had four different looks and she went through Mm -hmm. the different seasons oh Mm -hmm. my gosh the first winter look okay maybe not that best to write home about Okay. Mm-hmm. But then after every single one after that was like a full on gown. It was amazing. I did agree with Ben Platt here and say mm-hmm. it was so impressive that they were all full length gowns because we just assume that you're going to go from full length to just basically a bikini or something or a bodysuit mm-hmm. or something like that. Right. Mm-hmm. And I love the fact that she. Like, I'm not as impressed by, like, the first reveal, right? Because we know that winter, mm-hmm. like, cloak is just going to be a reveal. Right. This, going into the summer outfit, with then going into the fall mm-hmm. outfit, like, that is so incredible to me. 
Um, and I, I agree. I think that's such an impressive, every all four looks, um, I think were cute and doable. And, um, even the winter one, I know that it's simplistic and it's not like high fashion or anything, but it's, it was really beautiful. It was iridescent. Um, Mm -hmm. I thought this was so cool. And the fact that they all folded down on top, like she didn't actually really take anything out. And I don't know where she found this fascinator going into the summer. Where did that come from? I've genuinely no idea. You don't yeah. know. No one knows. It's 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 just so good. Like I just I feel like reveals like this where it's like a pull down dress and then like the top becomes the skirt often can sometimes look a little bulky. Mm-hmm. But the way that it was worn, it just all looks like it just everything was fully realized, like Ben mm-hmm. said. Like everything had its own concept and it everything had the detail that it needed to have, all the way down to the last dress. It just felt so good and it felt very clean because some of the other girls would just tear things off mm-hmm. um and that's like that to me doesn't scream reveal that just means you're wearing layers <laughs> you know what the she most had you know actual reveals so i completely agree and i think the most impressive one for me out of all of this is watching that she has like a full necklace for the summer look and then it's gone for the fall like it's hidden in the first oh, two looks. So it's it's something that I went back and I was watching the looks again. And I kind of was like, oh, she had a, a necklace for the summer look. It's not there for the fall look. So clearly it's not actually on her neck, um, but it's covered up for the spring and the winter look. So oh, it's really cool it now, yeah. that she was able to accessorize uh, and find that level of it with certain looks mm-hmm. too. Like incredibly smart details. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know how she was able to make it. Like, how can you not see the fall look under this look? Like, right? this summer look looks like a straight. This would just be on the runway normally. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, not even related to any type of reveal look. And this one, uh, the win- fall look, obviously, absolutely stunning. You know, the winter one. OK, look, you know, you're, uh-huh. yeah. um, the spring one, you can tell there's a little bit of bulk up top. But sure. still, it could just be like, oh, maybe it's a little bit ill-fitting. But these bottom two, oh, my God, stunning. Yeah, just it's, really, really well done. And the way that so she good. did it, too, because sometimes the uh, reveals can be a little clunky. But right. And obviously, they probably get multiple times to, you know, walk. They, I think they get to walk down the runway twice each. But still, mm-hmm. like it's gonna, it takes practice and it takes, you know, a, a certain sort of like showmanship to be able to reveal your your looks in a in a very eye pleasing way. And I feel like she did exactly that. So I think <laughs> that the uh, so the Broadway production of Cinderella that was on a few years ago um, really embraced this idea that I I am going to make up a fact. So don't actually quote me on this, but I feel like was inspired by drag performers who had learned how to do those like on stage changes. So they mm-hmm. did that when, you know, um, the fairy godmother uh, transforms yeah. Cinderella. She turns around and now she has the dress because they figured out how to f- make it so that the basically the fabric turns inside out and that kind of thing, right? I don't know how because I have seen that. I saw that when uh, Kiki Palmer was Cinderella mm-hmm. and the transformation scene with the dress was really cool, but I don't know how the hell they did her hair. Like, she sticks yeah. her hair into the side of the tree for like 0.25 seconds, comes out and she's at this beautiful wig on i'm like how did y'all do that like that's crazy (laughs) it's so good it's so good and that's the kind of thing that i think they really got from drag performers because the first time i ever saw like a transformation dress like that was the um 
video of Alexis Michelle playing, uh, doing a lip sync as the witch from Into the Woods. Mm. And then, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's the first time I ever saw something like that. And then I know that they took some of the inspiration for Cinderella and doing that kind of thing. But right. m- m- the point being, like you said, Amon, like some of these reveals were just kind of clunky. Hers were smooth. And I think it was because she had elements of that kind of transformation where she could drop something and it just turns into the skirt of another dress or uh, that kind of thing. She wasn't necessarily leaving clothes all over the stage, which that's not shade to people who were doing that, but it is a lot more impressive when nothing is dropped and you're like, where did it all go? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And I did, I did feel a little bit bad. It felt kind of shady to have the Viv come after because (laughs) then she does like, fall into winter but like just fall into winter and don't get me wrong like the yeah. winter gown i'm pulling it up now she looks absolutely stunning um but it just didn't have like exactly that same effect yeah uh when you just saw someone do all four seasons right before so and it was yeah. also i unfortunately was comparing her to that alexis michelle uh, yes, right. Moment too, which was not on Drag Race. I understand that, but it's just an interesting thing where I was like, "Oh, if you're going to do the exact same transformation, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know." Oof, <laughs> I felt bad. I don't think it was bad. I loved that material, yeah. but I, it definitely left something to be desired. No, yeah, and I mean, just, again, makeup the, stunning too. So the flow of it all—it's hard when you see Jada first, and then it's straight yeah. to her because it just felt. It's like ripping off clothes. It didn't feel like there was like much of a story there, even though Ben Platt tried to help her out with like the into the woodsness of it all, which I could see after he said it, but I didn't get it as it was happening. I kind of just got like, you know, leaves and then she's cold. I don't know. It just didn't, it just wasn't, it wasn't cohesive enough. Well, and, um, uh, the other thing too is like, because she did then leave fabric, like it was so tough to just like not, immediately the comparison and she's wearing blue yeah. again so just yeah <laughs> just to say uh okay oh let's see who else is what else do you guys want to talk about anybody else's that really stands out shay with a shay's butt he here yeah that we was the, the, fourth, booty. the fourth reveal yeah the fourth and fifth, <laughs> the fourth and fifth uh, yeah. <laughs> i i thought this was i didn't i'm gonna preface by saying I don't count taking off a robe when you can see something underneath of it as a reveal. That Mm -hmm. is, I I don't count that as a reveal. I agree. Because if it's already revealed, how can you reveal it? Correct. All it does, like the actual second reveal is her butt. Um, So this is what I thought. I think, honestly, I thought she looked absolutely stunning and gorgeous. But I think what might have kept her out of the top were potentially a two, in their judge's eyes, maybe too complicated of a dance. In the fact that I think that other people had better reveals. Mm-hmm. Um, but that said, she looked so gorgeous. Mm-hmm. She did. I she loved did look- her makeup. It was so the, different. I loved it. The mm-hmm. blue on her. I mean, she's worn that shade of blue before, and it just always just, just looks so good on her. She's mm-hmm. so, it kind of reminded me of uh, Lupita Nyongo when she won her Oscar that night in that blue oh. dress. It was mm-hmm. just, yes. Oh, it's just yes. so good. Oh, it's- man. Yeah, it's so rich and so beautiful in color. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, um, I okay, I need to ask about Evie's because, um, okay, so she's a moth. I, yes. I hated this one. Okay, see, I didn't hate it. 
I really liked what she went for. <laughs> I just kind of wanted a little bit more, or maybe I wanted to like stay with each part a little bit more. Like, so she comes out in the cocoon, right? Mm-hmm. And then she immediately takes the cocoon off. And then the next look is like this webby, gooey look. But I feel like we don't get enough time to appreciate the fact that it's goo. Because it does sort of come. I like the fact oh, that. Oh, is this the goo? Yeah, this it like, like drapes off thing? of her. Yeah. And then I like that oh. it, stayed, it stayed attached to her arm because it oh. really did give you the illusion of, oh, it's coming out. Maybe there was a better way of physically representing that. Maybe if like she were like, Maybe like if she was on the ground or if she like grew out of it because I didn't get enough of the mm. slime part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love, but I did love the mask. I felt like if she would have just let us, I don't know. I don't know what the rules are. Like when you're like, when you're on the runway, like, I don't know if you're allowed to ever stop, but like if she would have just like stared us down real quick and then slowly pulled that mask back, mm. I would have been like, oh yes, Evie. But I felt like she went through each step too fast. And I didn't get hmm. I didn't get it. I didn't get a good sense of that's a that's mom. a really good note for multiple people. So many people, like including the Vivian, just like got rid of their clothes the moment they stepped on the stage. And I was like, whoa, I didn't even really adjust to what you're doing. <laughs> I agree. I think that was a problem. I, now that you mention the portion about the the green uh goo trying to appear like a like it was sticking that makes more sense it came off to me like the reveal wasn't going well like that's what i thought was happening is like oh it got stuck yeah um but i i i understand the concept i think the concept is really cool i just don't think this is a week where i can get on board with her looks normally i'm kind of like yeah this is really cool this is really different i loved the mask and that's about it mm-hmm for me. <laughs> Jinx did a tour of significant art um, movements, which I thought was really a cool idea. I but that her, was really cool. Hers looked like me after trying to de- like her stage looked like me after trying to decide what I was going to wear. <laughs> it's just like littered in clothing. <laughs> and, and that was where I was like gave Jada a little bit more credit because I was like <laughs> It just, it looks like a dressing room after some unruly teenagers have been in there and don't hang stuff up and put things away. And that just made me laugh. Completely unintentional. It's nothing to do with how stunning the looks were. (laughs) It was just the look of it afterwards. I also don't like that she literally stopped and was like, okay, (laughs) I'm undressing now. And I was like, okay, I feel like presentation alone, if like, I just I I love Jinx and I know a lot of people are like Beth comes for Jinx like every week. It's because I know mm-hmm. she's like one of the best queens that mm-hmm. I'm a- extra harsh on her. I love her. But I'm like, girl, I don't think you should have won this week. Your runway presentation, while the looks were cool and they were different, I didn't expect that from you and I loved that portion. The presentation, when you compare what like Jada did or even Raja or, you know, uh, um, Monet. Um, there were just so many things that other people did that I thought were stronger, that were more rehearsed when mm. it came to just presentation on the runway. For Monet's, she was another one that was guilty of like taking ever taking the Harriet Tubman look off immediately. As soon as she got onto the stage, like this is this is like two seconds after she's gotten on stage. And she's already like taking everything off. Yeah, I the videos to get taken down, so I'm gonna stop the video. But like yeah. <laughs> immediately, immediately. 
I felt when she came out, it, I felt like I knew. I felt like I knew what it was before I even saw the whole thing. Like, mm-hmm. as soon as I saw the lantern, I was like, oh, yeah. yes, Monet. Oh, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, just like, even like the whole de- the demeanor that she came out with, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, yes, I love this. I love it. I love it. I, I love what you're doing here. I, I support it 100%. And then, I don't know, there's something about it was just so jarring that I got two seconds and then she's already, psh- I'm like, no, can we stay with Harriet just yes. for like five more seconds? Yes. So she should have. Really- Sorry. Yeah. I was just going to say she should have just like walked down the entirety, like the straight part of the, the runway yeah. as because like the whole point of Harriet Tubman is that she's leading people, right? She's yeah. leading people in a path, essentially. So like, mm-hmm. why not walk as Harriet Tubman? Right. Mm-hmm. I just felt like that would have been so much more powerful. Um, not that I'm saying it wasn't powerful. It was incredibly powerful. Mm-hmm. But I, I just being in that costume just a little bit longer. Would mm-hmm. have been- so just, a, just a touch longer before we go straight to the to the Black Panther thing. Um, oh, well, yeah. I think that's I think that's the thing is is that you're highlighting like three very different time periods, but still highlighting a continued story of the oppression of the Black community in America. And it's mm-hmm. like, okay, let's like take some time on each one because it was so like such a important statement to make so then to go to the black panthers and then to have the dress afterwards um though we still fight dress like all of that i I just wanted to like stew in it you know just to sit Mm -hmm. in it a little bit longer but overall i mean yeah absolutely stunning and i think that this was just a a 10 out of 10 week for me when it comes to monet Mm -hmm. um on the season I yeah. love the second reveal into the third because, again, we're going from a short dress to a long dress. Mm-hmm. And I love that as a reveal, plus the message behind it. I mean, her runway was absolutely one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, so the two other people we just didn't talk about. So I just briefly touch on Raja was, was like um, a really super fun trip at a festival. I <laughs> loved hers. <laughs> yeah i was i was like oh that's great trinity's i didn't care about well trinity's was like samey samey <laughs> right because it was like okay so her first one is she just plucks some flowers off the side yeah what's the reveal yeah but that's what trinity doesn't understand like even in the season nine finale her big reveal during the first lip sync was she just tore her teeny tiny skirt off that was it that was the reveal so like here to her just like plucking some flowers off to me was like completely unsurprising and then the second one was the oh and she's tough you know it's like showing off her tuck right because she just takes off the bottom portion of the the dress and i think the top even like just stays the same so um yeah because then this this is what she ends up in so it was it was funny because it was trinity both the tuck like branding and then this was very reminiscent of ah okay yeah i think i mean obviously i think what she's trying to do is a play on the word reveal because we're talking about oh i'm revealing more like that's the whole art of burlesque right Right. is a reveal that actually doesn't reveal but it does reveal like Mm -hmm. it's that kind of thing but and i understand you know what we want to see (laughs) but exactly girl this is not what we want to (laughs) see yeah i don't want to see you wearing a gown into something else that you would wear like that's i want something unexpected Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah very very much expect the expected from trinity this week (laughs) okay the lip sync we gotta talk about it this is the first time in rupaul's drag race history that we have a spoken word lip sync so we're pulling from designing women the night the lights went out in georgia you're both very high on this give me all your thoughts iconic iconic 
I mean, look, if there was ever any, like, thing to push me to ever, 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 ever want to start drag for the sole reason of being on Drag Race, I mean, I knew that lip syncing would probably be one of the things that I'd probably be better at when it mm-hmm. comes to just music. But now you mean to tell me that I get to act out favorite scenes for my movies? Oh, baby, it's over. <laughs> it's over. It is so over. And I cannot wait to see when this gets employed again. I don't expect it to be employed often. I don't think that it should be. But the right. fact that it is now a thing mm-hmm. that can happen on Drag Race is just so amazing to me because there are just so many good movies queer movies with queer moments with just like such iconic scenes and lines and I'm like oh my god I cannot wait to see what else they do Mm -hmm. this was so fun it was so fun to watch them do this there's so much that you could do and this was a perfect example of something that has been quoted ad nauseum within the queer community Mm -hmm. but younger queer people still really don't know the reference Mm -hmm. and so Oftentimes you hear us kind of talk about what is, should RuPaul modernize? Is he only trying to teach people like, you know, things that he grew up with, which is important, but maybe he should be more current. This is a perfect example of when I think he's done it perfectly and the, and the mm-hmm. producers have, which is let's do something like there's so many references to the night that lights, the lights went out in Georgia like that. I hear that all the time i knew where it was fine i've heard this many times but it, mm-hmm. it was but for someone who doesn't know that reference what a wonderful way to teach them it in a way mm-hmm. that is you know maybe they're gonna go watch designing women now right mm-hmm. um i just think that i i really really liked how this was done i i could absolutely see them doing uh Faye Dunaway and Mommy Dearest next. I could see them doing what are the RuPaul people that he loves. I could see him find um the uh the Madeline Kahn and Clue the fla- flames flames. Mm. I mean like I mean I don't think that's much of a monologue at the end of the day. I don't think there's much there but who are the <laughs> people that RuPaul loves to quote? Mm-hmm. Absolutely I think that could be something. Yes. I'm this so was really excited. cool. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited as well. I think uh they had a really great choice for the first one and which mm-hmm. makes me optimistic about the choices for the future because I do I do agree with what Amana is saying is that it shouldn't be used all the time and when it does be very uh purposeful about what it is. Yeah, intentional about what what it is that you're choosing. I mean, I think both of them did well, but Monet, oh my god. This was th- this was literally I talked about it with the looks, I talked about it with the challenge Three out of three. She killed all parts of this challenge or of this episode. I was so impressed with her. It was the it was the mouse. It was yep. the, it it just it, it it was sometimes it was to the point where it's like oh wait is, is that actually coming out of her mouth it? like yeah. yeah yeah it was just so and what I what I love the most about like lip syncing um whether it's to music or whether it's to um a spoken word thing I just I. I love like when you can see their brain working mm-hmm. about like what they're going to do next and how else they're going to interpret the lyrics or the lines. Um, and it like paying off, like, yeah, it just felt like she was just like in, in the cut. Like she was just in that cut of like, uh, I don't know if what I'm saying is making any sense, but like, I just, I saw that with Monet and it was yeah. just so 
tantalizing to watch. And she really sold it at the end as she's walking off as if it's going to be over. And then she delivers that last line. I was just like, Monet, you killed that shit. You ate that shit, man. Like you, It was so uh, good. It was so good. I think the other reason why I like it a lot is that the whole so many drag queens make their own mixes and incorporate spoken word as a break mm-hmm. suddenly yes. in the middle of a song with something that's unexpected and this is just bringing it to the roots of what you would see at a gay bar or a club or something that you would see a drag queen do drag queens do not only mm-hmm. do lip syncs to music they often are combining spoken word with music and i just love this little nod to something that's quite popular that you're going to see when you go to a drag show. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. (sighs) So good. Okay, so (laughs) Monet wins. Monet blocks Raja. So now every single queen has been blocked at least once and Raja is about to find out there is no secret and no power at all. <laughs> so I'm really looking forward to that next week. Um, any Anything from Untalk for me, um, you know, it was, again, it's very cordial this season. Not a lot of drama. Mm-hmm. Ben Platt went backstage and found out that um, Shay is one of the few people he follows. But otherwise, not that much uh, for me. Yeah. 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 Same. Next week, the queens are going to be back roasting each other. I didn't, I wasn't 100% sure how to interpret this because it's the Kennedy Davenport Honors Center, which is, or Center (laughs) Honors, which is hilarious. But I didn't understand if it was a roast challenge. Like there's no, like, target of the roast. They're all roasting each other. Yeah, it's probably it's either a roasting of each other or like maybe they all get assigned one queen to roast. Like, I don't know. So I thought I think that they're going to try to do something like the Kennedy Center Awards. Right. Um, Right. Yeah, that makes that. I mean, that's not coming out of the trailer. This is me just trying to go. Mm -hmm. Why would they do Kennedy Center if they weren't going to try to make it so maybe each of the judges have uh, like the little, like their own fake, like Kennedy center, like badge thing that they get at the awards. And then each queen has a different person, or maybe they're going to bring back some drag Queens who are off on the side of the stage or in the audience or something, because Mm -hmm. at the Kennedy center, they're not on the stage until they're presented. They're in the audience. So maybe there's people in the audience or on the judges panel and that, you know, each queen is assigned maybe one of the four judges and then there's four people and it's at random or something. I can I don't see know. that. Yeah. Well, we'll only have to wait a week to find <laughs> out where we will be back to break everything down um, for that episode. We're getting there guys. We have three. I think we have episode 10, 11. Wait, is this 10, 11, 12? Is that it? Do we only have three episodes left? Yeah. Yes. No. Mm-hmm. <gasps> I thought we had four. Oh my God. It really did go ah! by very fast. I've been, ha- like, normally Drag Race seems to drag. This one really is zipping by. It's just a testament to how much fun it is this season. Mm-hmm. It's so good. It's so good. Um, Trinity the Taylor, the Taylor. <laughs> Trinity the Talk. <laughs> yeah, no, that really came out of nowhere. Um, Trinity had posted on Twitter and said, do you all think that this is how the format should be for all seasons? And I was like, not of normal drag race, but for all stars, I could see elements of some of this, but I really think you should save this for like all winners or like a super Titan kind of season. I I think because you don't want either the 
filler, the the quote unquote filler queens or the queens that just don't do well on Drag Race, but are still very successful outside of the show. That happens all the time. They are just trapped almost. And we just have to watch week after week of them sort of floundering. So I think it works really well for this, where people who have proven multiple times that they're capable of succeeding on Drag Race, then yeah, of course, you want to give them more opportunities. But my answer is no. If there's like a, and it sounds like the rumor mill is going, there might be a fan favorite season. I could see something like this working Mm. well for a fan favorite season. Um, If there is going to be a early outs, Mm -hmm. quote unquote, all stars, I would not want this for an early outs all stars. Yeah, I definitely don't want it for a regular season because you also have like cast of like 16 again, people. It just turns into what we already have of like no one goes home for the entire month of March, you know? For the early out season, just like how demoralizing does it have to be to be the first one out on the early out season? I just <laughs> sorry, that's so simple. Yeah, maybe yeah, maybe we do want to do that. Or Honestly, like the, I, you're like the supreme early out. Like. You're gonna be like Francesca. San Francesca. Francesca Francesca. Uh sorry. I had to go into survivor mode a little. Okay, well it wouldn't be a drag race podcast without a Philip reference. So let's uh <laughs> let's get out of here. Let's close things up. Beth, where can people find you on social media? What do you have going on? You can follow me at AugustaWind11 on all my social media platforms. And you can also catch me on Hot Mess Moments. Um, We are going to be off for the next week of that just because Dylan's going to TwitchCon in Amsterdam. But we have some really fun and exciting topics to cover as we uh, when we get back. Mm, All right. I like the teaser. Aman, what about you? And follow me everywhere at Amon Adwin. Um, and I am over at RHAP covering Big Brother 24. That's it yep. for now. Yes. Um, and you can find me on Twitter, Aliana RHAP. I uh, joined Puya again for 90 Day Fiance this week. It's just, I did, you know, so nice. You had to hear me twice. Um, so <laughs> we had a, a really great time going through all the couples there. And then I was also on the uh, Big Brother recap uh, on Sunday. Yeah. Also, like Amon said, covering Big Brother for RHAP. That does it for us. We will be out of your doll hairs. Uh, first of all, if you want to support us, you can follow us um, uh, on social media as well as the feed uh, and download the podcast every week. That's very helpful. Additionally, as we talk about every week, you can leave your star ratings and reviews for us on iTunes. Rob has a website.com slash drag race. Not does it for us. We will be back next week to talk about whatever the roast slash Kennedy-centered honors have in store. And thank you to Scott St. Pierre for all your help behind the scenes. We'll talk to y'all soon. Bye. Bye.